Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Young and Anointed Podcast. It is your boy, good old Martel Fletcher. Um, actually, I've never said that, Martel Fletcher. Anyways, it's Martel. This is the Young and Anointed Podcast, um, episode number 83. Now, things will be a little different on the podcast here, and... Um, this is kind of turned into like a Bible study uh, a bit, but just listen, there, there's a few things that, that we are, that we've covered and there are a few things that are going to be covered um, a little bit differently. This is episode number 83. I've got a title up, but I don't really know if that's going to stay the title because we'll, we'll, we'll see after this, but there are a few things that I wanted to talk about. Now, the, this topic or what I'm about to discuss was not planned earlier next week or earlier last week. What I'm about to talk about today, right now, only came up recently, like within, um, between Monday, between Sunday night, Sunday night, Monday morning. Yeah, Sunday night, Monday morning. And um, last night to this morning. But it was, it was a few things that were really pressing to me and um, that really, really tugged, really tugged on, you know, the heartstrings um, because, you know, big decisions were made and certain things are no longer the same. And I know that's kind of seems a little bit vague, but look, we're going to get into it in a second. So, but the first thing that I wanted to talk about, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Hope you all had a great week. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is your anchor. Now, there's three things, three things that I'm that I'm going to talk about today. The first is going to be the anchor. The second is going to be your wings. And the third thing is going to be your resilience. So these things I'm going to tie together somehow, some way. This might not be a long episode, but those are the three things that are going to be covered. And I know typically when I say it's not going to be a long episode, it it often does. But I I really if not intentional, I don't know ahead of time. <laughs> it just happens. I just get to talking and then we just, you know, it's just, it just works out that way. But the first thing is your anchor. So when I, what I, what I mean by your anchor is like, what is the thing that you go to? What is your default setting or, or what is your, what is your, what is your go-to response when things aren't going the way that you planned or when things go wrong, like flat out wrong. So for example, like when I, so recently a something major, recently um, a lot of relationship things just happened. Like within the last 30 days, I have never experienced more um, fire in terms of, uh, in terms of like relationship stress. And so decisions were made and um, right now I'm in a, in a situation, just being fully transparent, where somebody really close might be gone, like go not, not dead, but gone, like out of, like they have decided to excommunicate themselves, like remove themselves from my life. And this is a person who, who I've known for a very, very long time. And, um, like when things like that happen, 
and I don't, you know, maybe in your situation, it could be like a, you know, uh, a marriage doesn't go, doesn't work out, or maybe it's, you know, you had, you set out for a, a goal that you've been working on for a really long time and it doesn't go as planned or your dog died or whatever. Um, but for me, it was like a, a person has left. They like, they left, like there's no sign of when they're going to come back, if they're going to ever come back. Um, and so what is my, my default setting? Cause this is, this has been built over time. My default setting was to pray about it. My default setting was to get into the word and figure out, okay, what does God say about this situation? And what does God have to say to me about this situation? So like, for me, it's, it's always, it's always moving in that direction because that's my anchor. Like everybody has their thing that they go to when something goes wrong. Like everybody does. Like some people, and I know there there are there are extreme cases where when things aren't going well for somebody, they might they might not have anything that they can attach themselves or they that they can go to. So they might go to like drugs or they might go to partying alcohol, they might go to um certain things, certain certain patterns that don't map out to anything good. Um, they might default to abusing people. They might, you know, that kind of stuff always happens. But what is your anchor? And also like, there are some people who their anchor is a, is a person. Their anchor might be, you know, your best friend. Your anchor might be um, your spouse. Your anchor might be your dog, whatever. Um, but I think that's a dangerous thing too. And I, I'm gonna definitely touch on that as well. Cause it's like, Look, if if the world is is caving in and you've got and you need to turn to something that's going to keep that's going to renew your strength, that's going to help you to make it through this or make it through whatever it is that you're going through. Um, if it's in a dog, they're going to let you down if it's in a because the dog's going to die or the dogs can run away or because the, the dog has is not thinking about you. It doesn't have any plans for you that the dog doesn't the dog is just alive <laughs> it's just existing at its at its basic level like it is just doing what naturally what is what its instincts are or say to do so it's just getting up and doing so if the anchor is in the dog then you've got a very unstable foundation you've got a very unstable anchor because that dog could disappear tomorrow then what that becomes the question then what? Now you could say like, oh, my anchor. Yeah. You know, my, my, my wife, she's always there for me. She's always got my back. My best friend always is there for me, always has my back no matter what. Um, I just know that if something happens, I can go straight to them or I can, you know, I'd be sharing my thoughts and whatever, and they'd be giving me advice and we, and we, we, we bounce ideas off each other and we build each other up and all this other stuff. And that's great. I think that's extremely valuable and I think that's extremely helpful, especially today, especially with all the things going on, especially just in this on this planet in general, like having somebody that you can go to um, to share your thoughts, opinions, to share your emotions, to really um, express. Because, you know, when you get stuff off of your chest, like it, it, it's you really you really do feel like a certain weight is gone, like it has been lifted when you can actually share it with somebody else instead of just holding it in yourself because when you just hold it in you only you you're the only one dealing with it it, it and it 
pressure. It just feels like a bunch of pressure on you. And, you know, being able to talk can get that pressure off. So there's an extreme amount of value in that. But the dangerous part about that, in my opinion, is when you start to rely too much on that, at that person as your anchor, when you, because then I feel like it starts to make you think of them as more than a person, more than a, a human being, more than a person who makes mistakes, more than a person who can also mess up in the same way that you did. So it's like, if that person is your anchor, and then you start to create this image of this person that might be inflated, that might not be who they really are, or it might be a version of who they are, or it might be their, them at their best, or it might be their like default, but they ain't perfect. So that person could let you down. I'm sorry to say that person could let you down in some way. And then what? Where are you going? What are you going to do? How are you going to deal with that? Does your world end at that point? Like if, if, if that person, if, if that's, let's put it as a spouse, let's say if that spouse that you use, that you're so, no, it's so normal for you to run to that person. And I think this is especially for people around my age. If that person that you've been running to constantly, you know, if that person isn't there, that person decides that they don't want to be around you or that person decides that it's painful for them to be around you. So they remove themselves. Then what are you going to do? Are you stuck? Now, play, I'm, please understand, this isn't me just talking to people. This is talking to myself. <laughs> Literally, I'm just talking to myself. I'm in front of this camera and it's just me in this room. Um, but it's like, yo, now what? That's the question. Now what? Does, does the show stop because this person or thing chose not to be there or is no longer there? Does the show stop? To answer that question, to give you what my anchor is, I was telling you about it earlier, but to give you my anchor, I want to go to Psalms 91. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into the context of this, like, you know, I did with Jeremiah 29, 11, but we know that Psalms, the book of songs, they were song lyrics. Um, they were documented and then they, now they help for instruction, um, particularly, I mean, in the book of Psalms was broken into five books. This one particularly, Psalms 91, um, was written by Moses. And we know that Moses was the guy who led the Israelites out of Egypt. And um, he was he gave them the Ten Commandments. God gave him the Ten Commandments to give to the people. And he was supposed to be leading them. He was leading them to the promised land. So he's going. And, and also the Israelites are some rebellious people who <laughs> got attitudes. So he's dealing with that on a day to day basis, and he's just relying on his faith and God and his connection so that he can continue to move forward. This is a, a few. This is this is written by him. So Psalms 91, uh, one and two, one says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty Two, 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. So who is Moses's anchor? Where does where does Moses go when the Israelites acting up? Where does Moses go when the Pharaoh says that he not about to let the people go? The answer is God, the Lord, as it says right right in Psalms 91, 1 and 2. Um, he that dwelleth in the secret place, he that dwelleth, abide, stays in the secret place, secret place, um, hidden, um, protective place of the most high, the most high, the one that's above every, every, everybody else and shall abide again, protect. I'm a stay, I'm a rest here under the shadow, the protection of the almighty, meaning the most powerful. What better place is there to abide than in the shadow the protection of the most powerful i understand i know like people might you, you you easily say like i yeah so i can't directly talk to god like i can't directly talk to jesus like i'm not i'm not praying and then jesus calls me on the phone and he tells me hey yo you know get it together because x y and z i get that like i completely understand that but it's a thing called faith it's <laughs> It's 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 the thing called faith, and and the word. Like there's there's so many things in in the well. That is if you believe it. If you believe that the Bible is true. If you do believe that the Bible is the truth, um, then you know that there are scriptures like this that tell you exactly what you should do in certain situations. How you can how you can get things together. How you can be reassured of what you might know or what you don't know like how, or what you what you think you know because if you don't know it then you don't know it but he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty so therefore if i'm a person who's going through something if i'm a person who um has some extreme loss or I feel some sort of extreme pain from anything that might be happening in my in my life. Um, if I'm protected by the almighty, the most powerful, then I know that whatever that thing is, it can't stop me or break me um, to the point where I can't keep moving forward. I know that if, if my protective place, it, I, I know that I if I know I know that I can rely on the most high and the almighty because there's nothing that can stop him. So if I'm protected by him, there's nothing that can stop me. So my anchor has to be in something so solid, so strong, so unchanging that no matter what's happening to me, I can go back to it, to him. And I can know that I'm protected and I know that I can be strong. I know that that my strength can be renewed. Look, Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with 
wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Where's your anchor? If my anchor is the most high and the almighty, and I know that if I wait on the Lord, because look, sometimes you don't know what's happening. Sometimes you're not going to understand what's happening. And it's not our job really to understand. You, you run into trouble when you think that you have to understand. Look, I, I know some people who every time something happens, they feel like that they can just sit and think about it for long enough and then they'll gather meaning. They'll gather all sorts of meaning from it. But there's some things that you just won't understand. Like, I, I, I think there's sometimes where, you know, especially like analytical people, people who are, you know, known to really think through things. There's some it, you get into a dangerous place when you think you can understand everything. And then you draw conclusions based on what you what you've understood or what you believe that it, it is. And your conclusion might be wrong. It might be misled. And it's pride to think that that's not that that can't happen. It's pride to think that you are so smart or you, you've got so much wisdom that you can analyze and process and decompress every situation and then know exactly what the answer is, what the response is, what's going on. Look, God can speak to you. God can speak through you. But just know that the answer you don't need, you, you're not going to understand every single thing. That's above your pay grade. But I want to move on to the next thing. So your wings. Um, last night I was I left the gym and I had gotten home. I was walking up to the door, you know, the you know, you keep the porch light on at, at, at the house so that when you get your keys out, you can see what you're shuffling through and you can see who's around you or if anybody is around you. So I, was, I walked up to the door, pulled it open. And then I got my keys out and I was shuffling through my keys. And then a fly had hit the <laughs> had hit the door and went to the side. And then I'm like, OK, whatever. So I, I keep shuffling through my keys. I try one. Obviously, it was the wrong one. You know, sometimes when you're working out, your brain gets a little messed up when you get back. And, and the, the fly, the, the fact that it hit the door and then kept moving it, it like it was a noticeable smack. It hit the door and kept moving. That confused me a little bit. I tried the wrong key. Then I came back, okay, shuffling through the keys again. And then the fly comes and lands on my shirt. I swipe the fly off and then it's on the ground. And then I ended up like stepping on the fly. And then I found my key, put it into the door, turned it, got the door open. But then it hit me. I'm like, how crazy is that? That something with wings was flying so low that it could be stepped on. How can something with wings be flying so low that it can be stepped on? And you know, of course, I just got to thinking. I just got to really <laughs> processing what just happened there? Like, I know it's something so small, like it's just a fly, you know, you, you hit it. And so, you know, it was near the ground and you stepped on it. Yeah. But how many people are operating so, so far below their potential that they are being stepped on, that they're being walked over? 
in their life today? Like how many people are literally living so far beneath what they could do? Because it might be for any any sort of reason, because they might be hurt, because they might have um, past trauma or pain that they haven't been able to get over or, you know, X, Y and Z. But they are flying or they have an identity issue, but they're flying at a level so low that they are either being stepped over or they are at risk of being stepped on all the time. Who are you? Who are you and whose are you? And if you have wings, why aren't you flying? I think those questions right there, I think those questions are some are two questions that everyone's trying to answer in one way or another. Like, who who are you and whose are you? If you don't, if you can't answer whose are you, then it's gonna be extremely difficult to answer who who are you because they work together and so again when i was like talking about the anchor it's like so if i if i know that i am in a royal priesthood if i if i know that um i mean i'm i'm a part of a kingdom you know I, or if I, if i know that the one above me the, the king of kings is the almighty and the most powerful. And through him and in him, I there's so there's peace that is afforded to me. There's there's peace, there's security, there's uh protection, there's um abundance, there's prosperity, there's um so many great things that are just given to me, like just just given to me. If I know that if I know these things, how could I possibly settle for a situation where I don't receive the things that are um, that belong to me. How could I possibly be doing so so much? How could I be possibly doing things that I don't get those things when they are given to me for for free? I think that if you are in a situation, if I'm in a situation where. I, it doesn't look right. Like I'm looking at the the current situation and it doesn't look right. Like it doesn't like the bank account, the, the bank account doesn't look right. Or the, you know, the work, the, the day-to-day work life doesn't look right. Or or the, the marriage just, it doesn't look right. Or, you know, anything like that. And, or, or I'm just too stressed or I just, just have no peace or I just, you know, things just, I'm always concerned. I'm paranoid. Um, if you are in a situation like that, you need to fly higher. I need to fly higher. It's crazy how when you get in a situation like that, you, if you're staying it long enough, you start to believe that that's just what it is. That's just life. Like it is what it is. But man, that's a trick. That is a trick of the enemy for you to stay in that spot. You have wings. Why aren't you flying higher? How could you be stepped on or stepped over with your potential? Look, it's crazy because the thing is, yeah, I, I, 
I flicked the fly and it flew and it, and it ended up in, on the ground and it was still moving around. It was still, you know, flying from spot to spot. But say if you were in that situation, no one should be able to just flop, just smack you off and you end up on the ground and you get stepped on. Because if God is your protector, your provider, and you know that you live in this kingdom that gives you the things that you need, if you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things should be added unto you. And you end up flying too low. It's because you've forgotten who you are. Get back to it and fly higher. And the last thing that I want to talk about was resilience. So on my way here to um, set up for the this podcast, I there is a ridiculous amount of construction on the way. Here. There's a ridiculous amount of construction in Warren, Roseville, uh, down Gratiot. You might not know what Gratiot is if you're not from here, but there's a street a street called Gratiot. It's a really big street and there's a bunch of construction on it and so when i am driving when i to get out of my neighborhood there was a truck there was a white truck and then driving on one side it's got its blinker lights on but on the other side of this road it's all cones and it's blocked off and so this is the road that i typically go down this is the tip this is the road this is the fastest way for me to get to where i'm trying to go so i'm driving and I end up behind this car. And so it seems like they're gonna go all the way through so that we can both go all the way through. Cause you know what, it, now it's, it's stuck. I can't go around this dude cause the other side of this road is blocked off. I'm driving and homie actually goes up, drives up, put his, puts his lights on and stops. Are you kidding? Like I'm, I'm literally driving behind this dude and he stops moving. And it's like, there was no, signal like oh i'm 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 not gonna be moving anymore i'm not gonna let you out <laughs> it was just he stopped he put his lights on yes he put his lights on and then he stopped <laughs> and so i'm like oh my gosh um immediately i i hit the i put the car in reverse because there was no other way out i put my car in reverse and then i i bag it up all the way back behind these cones whip it around turn, keep going. I keep going. And then I get to, you know, on the highway, off the highway, get to this next street where I'm getting close to this place. Construction again. So the path that I was normal, that I had planned to take the, the, the path that I had set out to take that I'd normally take the, my, I, my vision of how to get to where I'm trying to go was blocked off. And so I had to immediately I turned into this uh, this auto place, turned, and then I got around, and then there was some gravel because it was still construction, but it was opened up. But I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not about to get stuck, and I'm not about to turn around again. So I go through this uh, auto place, and then I go through the uh, little gravel area to get onto the street so that I can continue on the path to where I'm trying to go. And so again, the road was blocked. I rerouted, and I kept moving. Then I get to the end of the street. Look, y'all, I know this is this sounds crazy. <laughs> I left with enough time, obviously. But 
I I turn again. Um, it's this. It's the. It's called a Michigan U. I hit a Michigan U, and then found out again that there are cones blocking off the street that I normally take or that I had planned to take to get to where I'm trying to go. I'm just trying to get here so that I can talk to y'all on this podcast, people. And there are roadblock after roadblock after roadblock construction and more construction happening. So I get Michigan U. I hit the Michigan U. And then I see that the road is blocked. So I have to reroute again. These roadblocks ain't about to stop me from getting here. <laughs> so I take another street that I that I don't typically take, but I know that it has an out point that's going to get me back to the road that I was trying to get to so that I can finally get here, set up and talk on this podcast. Why am I talking about this? Look, there are so many things like I was saying earlier with the whole somebody leaving or um, struggle that you might be going through or like different just life life difficulties that are happening all the time like you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow you really don't anything could happen like i mean anything can happen something like that completely is out of your scope right now like completely out of your realm of awareness like there's just it just doesn't it just wouldn't make sense that thing could happen tomorrow you know god forbid that it happens i don't know what it is for you but God forbid that that thing happens, but it could. You don't know what tomorrow's gonna hold. You don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. But just like on the road to get to here, will I let that roadblock, will I let that inconvenience, will I let that um, difficulty, that, that stress, whatever, will I let that stop me from getting to where I was meant to be? Look, if you're listening to this, you, if you're listening to this, like on Spotify or whatever, you can't see my face, but my face is saying absolutely not. <laughs> Look, <laughs> the, the real thing, I think the real test of your resilience is how quickly you can reroute and keep moving. I think the real test of your strength is your ability to take whatever's going on and use it to keep moving or just keep moving because the thing is this if if every time something difficult comes up if i stop then it takes me longer it takes me longer to get to the end point or i could i could stop and then end up not moving again some that's it's dangerous and that's scary but that happens but the thing is how quickly can i get back up and keep moving I think that's the real test of faith. I think that's the real test of what your true anchor is, because for me, like I said, my anchor is in God and the word. So I use that anchor so that I can be resilient and so that I can renew my strength so I can keep moving forward. Everything is lesson to me. Look, if 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 something happens, if if a, if something great happens or something bad happens, everything is lesson. You know, the wise are strong. And a man of knowledge increases strength. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it whatever it is. I'm gonna take it whatever it is, and I'm gonna figure out how I can use this or how I can get past this to continue on the road that I was born to be on. Because 
what I was meant for is not about me and how I feel right now. What I was meant for is for everybody who I'm going to affect with the life that I'm supposed to live. So to stop that, to let this thing or this situation stop that. Oh, man, what a tragedy. You have forfeited your purpose. You have forfeited your reason for existing because of a breakup, because of job loss, because your dog died. You let that stop you, huh? That's sad. I'm sorry to hear it. But, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make it sound too. I don't want to make it sound too hard. Like, I understand that there's that when things like this happen, when when bad things happen, there is a period of time where you are down. You might feel down about it. You might feel stressed about it. You might not feel, you know, like you have the same energy, but There's one thing to, um, there's one thing, to, it's one thing to acknowledge those emotions and, you know, you take your time to feel a certain way about it, but it's another thing to stay there. It's a completely different thing to stay there. Despite, it's, it's, it's what will you do despite? Like, will you continue to perform despite and i think that's the real the real test because you don't know what's going to happen so any and, and there's anything there's an infinite possibility of things that could happen but it's more so what are you going to do about it and is that going to stop you from doing what you are called to do if so sorry to say it but you might be a little weak. Never fear. A man of knowledge increases strength. It is written. But you know, that's all I got to say today. I appreciate you for spending this time with me here on this podcast. Um, man. And, you know, another thing, too, is when things happen, like some things aren't life or death. So sometimes, although it might look bad at the moment, it's not over. Like it might look, it might look gloomy. Like it might not look like you can see that you can't see the end or you can't see um, the light at the end of the tunnel. You might not be able to see it, but just keep moving because it's probably there. <laughs> you know, maybe at not every situation, just because it, 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 something a major event happens it's not always over like you you can all you can come back and you might be able to renew um whatever it is that you lost you know sometimes you can't but sometimes you can so i wouldn't get too fixated on what you can't control which is other people which is the weather um which is a bunch of other things all you really have control over is what you do. And so if that is a thing that can come back or that can be reconciled, like you, you can you can mend the relationship or you can figure it out. Um, 
and that's what you want to do and you feel like that is best, then don't be too prideful. Don't be too into yourself. Don't be too hard not to, 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 don't be too hard to not do what needs to be done to make sure that that happens. Thank you for tuning in to, tuning in to the Young and Anointed podcast. This has been episode number 83. Um, and I hope you enjoyed and I hope to see you next week. Peace.